Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, if you haven't listened to all the podcasts this week, this is your opportunity Saturday morning to go back and have a listen to a few. My pick of the bunch, though, would definitely be Isaac John's dream team. Thoroughly enjoyed going through that one. Heap of news broke yesterday as well, so so many podcasts that came out yesterday with all the breaking news. Obviously, Anthony Milford uh, to the South Sydney Rabbitohs next year was a really big one. We broke that one down last night. Tomorrow morning, we'll have our full best of podcast. We take all the best clips from the week, put them all together in one spot for your Sunday mornings. But this morning, obviously being retro round, we're going to go through a special team. And this is a team that we made from 1987 to 1999, and we based it on one thing in particular. Now, Rugby League Week... From 1987 till whenever they finished printing, I think it was 2014, 15, somewhere around that mark. Every single game of every single season, Rugby League Week watched every single one of them and they gave every single player a rating out of 10. Now that went all throughout the season at the end of the year. They announced their best 13 based on these points. So there wasn't sort of this 3-2-1 sort of rubbish that we have now um, with the Dally M system. It was every single player got a rating out of 10. A much better way to do it, but it takes so much more work it's not even funny. I'd love to do something like this myself, but I just don't have the the manpower to be able to do it. It would be incredibly difficult. A 10 out of 10 was incredibly rare. Uh, we had Tony Durkin on the podcast at the start of the year. He was the Queensland editor for Rugby League Week, so he did a lot of those for a long time. He was a national editor for about a year, and I believe he said that he gave one 10 out of 10 during his 20-odd years there, and it was to, to Brad Fittler in a test match where he was unbelievable. So there was a couple of times where he considered 10 out of 10s, but that game had to be just about perfect. It's a very select group of individuals that have ever got Rugby League Week 10 out of 10s. I know Sterling's on that list, Fittler's on that list. Joey Johns is on that list. I think Brett Kamali's on that list as well, but incredibly hard to do, which shows how hard this system was. But it was extremely fair, I always thought. And what they would do at the end of every season, they would name their best 13 from that season, and then they would name their top five players. And being part of the Rugby League Week top five players for each season, it was a really prestigious honour. It was very hard to get into, as you can imagine. So what I've done, because it is retro round, I've gone from 1987 
all the way to 1999, so pre-2000, and I've gone through every single guy that was voted in those top fives. I've recorded how many times they were in that top five, and the guys that were most popular from those votes, the guys that appeared the most in each position, I've gone and made the best 13 from 87 till 1999 for Retro Round, and this is an unbelievable team. I've got all the players, and I've got all the years that they did feature in the top five. So I'm going to go through them this morning for you, and a couple of guys in positions that they were equal with a few guys. So, for example, my wingers, there's three guys that I couldn't separate. Now, like the Dalian medal, of course, there's obviously more guys that play in the halves, that play hooker, these sort of positions that get more votes than you tends to be your front rowers and your second rowers, that sort of thing. So some of the positions were hard to find, but I have filled out a 1-13 to 13 that is completely fair. Wingers is one of the positions that was really difficult. I've got three names down for two positions on the wing. I'll explain that when I get to it, though. But the fullback is Gary Belcher from the Canberra Raiders. Now, he was voted in the top five players in 1992 and in 1993. An incredibly gifted player, Gary Belcher, criminally underrated when we think back to the great fullbacks of all time, a kangaroo for a very long time, and a key cog in that Canberra Raiders system that was so successful. Ricky Stewart in the documentary on KO the other night spoke about him and how important he was to this Canberra Raiders side. As I said, criminally underrated Gary Belcher, a guy that I've got all the time time in the world for no other fullback in 1980 from 1987 to 1999 was in this side more than once. Gary Belcher is the only guy to feature in the top five more than once. He did it twice and it was back-to-back years in 1992 and 1993. So he's our fullback in the best of retro team on the wings. We've got two wing spots, but we've got three names here. And these were the only three wingers who were nominated in the top five during that entire time. So you've got to think it's pretty hard as a winger to be one of the top five players in the competition, especially back then. You didn't have guys scoring 25 to 30 tries a season realistically during this period. It was incredibly tough to do. You also had the corner post in play. Scoring was harder. Scores were lower. An incredible effort to be in the top five players realistically. We also didn't record the same sort of stats that we do now. For example, LeBron Toto, yes, he would be well-respected 20 years ago, but we wouldn't appreciate how good he was realistically because we don't record those sort of numbers and guys weren't putting up those sort of run numbers coming out of their own end back then. But the three guys that made it onto this list, that made the top five for Rugby League Week from the wing. The first one came in 1987 by Dale Shearer, a Queensland great, an absolute legend. The next name is Matt the Rat Rogers from the Cronulla Sharks in 1998. He just, just slipped in there one year before this era ended that we're focusing on. And Matty Rogers for the Cronulla Sharks, he was unbelievable. Another Queensland outside back. And the other guy comes from 1999. We've spoken about him a little bit over the last few weeks as we went through the Melbourne Storm's best lineup ever. One of the most damaging wingers we've ever seen. Another one incredibly underrated for me because there's been so many wingers that have come along since that have been probably like just as good as him. But when he was playing at his time, he was unbelievable. And that is Marcus By from the Melbourne Storm, an incredible footballer. So two wing spots there. You've got three names to fill. Dale Shearer, 1987. Matt the Rat Rogers, 1998. And of course, Marcus By in 99. 1999 being at the year that the Melbourne Storm did win the premiership, of course, in just their second season of rugby league. Incredible. In the centres... 
dominated by one guy, Mal Meninga. Obviously an immortal of our game, one of the best we've ever seen. Now, Mal was in the top five players in 1988, in 1990, and in 1991. An incredible effort. He was in the best of 13 as well on a number of occasions. But just those three years, he was featured in the top five players. I say just those three years. That's an incredible effort to go to be in the top five players in that particular season for three out of five years. An incredible knock by Mal Meninga. No, no wonder why he is an immortal of our game. Sorry, it's three It's three votes in four years, of course, not three in five. Makes it even more impressive. Now, the other centre spot. There was only three other centres that made it into the top five players of an individual season from 1987 to 1999 in Rugby League Week's top five. And those three guys are, first of all, in 1987, Michael O'Connor, a very impressive effort. Interesting in 1987 that Michael O'Connor and Dale Shearer made it. Two of the only centres and wingers to make it, and it was in the same season. Very impressive. 1992, the Pearl out of Brisbane. Steve Renolf made it in that year. An incredible effort from Steve Renolf. That, of course, is the year where he scores one of the most impressive tries that we have ever seen in rugby league history, bouncing over the try line against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. In the, Sorry, the St. George Dragons. The Illawarra Steelers still existed then, of course. Apologies to fans there. But an incredible player, Steve Renolf. We, we talked about him the other day on the, uh, on the Rugby League Guru Instagram page. A very impressive career. Scored an absolute heap of tries and an incredible strike rate and more impressively he actually didn't score a try until his 13th game of first grade which is unreal to think about and the year after 1993 Mark Coyne a name that will haunt New South Wales fans for eternity he also made it in 1993 out of the St George Dragons now let's move to 5'8 and here we have Laurie Daly. He made it in back-to-back seasons 1995 and 1996 when he was at the Canberra Raiders. Really strange that he didn't make it before then, funnily enough, but he was there 95 and 96. It should be noted, a guy like Brad Fittler, he actually featured twice in the uh, in the top five players during this period, but one was at lock forward and one was at 5'8", so he's actually missed this team altogether. But Loz, he made it in 95 and 96. I probably would have expected him to make it earlier on in his career, but these were the two seasons that Laurie Daly featured in it. Still incredibly impressive by one of the best 5'8s we've ever seen. My halfback, of course, Alan Langer. Now, Langer, he holds the record for this period. He made it an amazing five times. Langer featured in 88, 91, 92, 96, and 1998. So over a 10-year period there, he made it five times into the top five players, which is an unbelievable effort. For those playing at home and for those that are wondering... Five times Alfie appeared in it. An unbelievable record. Andrew Johns, he appeared in it a grand total of six times. Now, Joey, he appeared in it six times, but a lot of those were past 2,000, which puts Alan Langer into this team over him. But a pretty impressive knock for Alfie to make it in five seasons. That is incredibly impressive. As we move into the engine room, there are some of the best players from the 90s in this team. It is unreal. In the front row, there was only two front rowers that ever made it into the top five during this period and the first one he made it twice in 1990 and in 1992 at two different clubs 1990 was at the Canberra Raiders 1992 of course was at the Brisbane Broncos when they won their first ever premiership it was of course the brick with eyes Glenn Lazarus an incredible effort to make it twice as a front rower very very impressive our other front rower he made it in 1997 another time that a club won their first ever premiership he of course was the skipper of the Newcastle Knights it is Chief 
Paul Harrigan, a great knock by Harrigan to make it. As I said, only two front rowers were ever selected in those top five players during that era. It was Glenn Lazarus and Chief out of the Newcastle Knights. Now, for the hooker spot, a number of guys were picked once, guys like Benny Elias and a few others, but only one man featured twice. And we actually talked about this guy during the week and retro around. It is, of course, boxhead Steve Walters. I've said on a number of occasions that if Cameron Smith didn't exist, I think this guy would be the best hooker we've ever seen. Steve Walters is an absolute champion of our game, and he's our hooker. He was picked in 1992 and in 1993, so he went back-to-back in those two seasons. Very, very impressive. Now, in our second row, there was a number of guys who were picked in the second row, including Bradley Clyde was picked there at one stage, a heap of other guys as well, a heap of really talented guys that were picked in the back row during this period. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of depth in this position, a lot of champion players that we had to choose from here. Other guys include Dean Pay, Gary Larson, Steve Menzies. But- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There was only two guys that were picked twice in this position. The first one, I've spoken about him a lot, and I'm so glad we get to mention his name again. Of course, this is picked from 1987 to 1999, so that includes, at the very start of it, the peak of Gavin Millard. 1988, 1989, not only was he in the top five players in the competition, he was a second rower who won back-to-back Dally M medals. One of the most underappreciated players of all time, Gavin Miller. Another guy that would be more suited to the modern game now than when he played, in my opinion. Probably sits just after Arthur Beetson as the best ball-playing back rower that our game has ever seen. An incredible player, Gavin Miller. Really impressive to make the top five for two seasons in a row as a second rower. Even more impressive to win the Dallium medal two years in a row. It took another 30, 40-odd years for someone else to win the Dallium medal as a forward. It was, of course, Jason Taumalolo. Very impressive. The other second rower, he was picked in 1998 and 1999. It was, of course, the Brisbane Broncos juggernaut Gordon Talos the raging bull. So a sensational pick there. A great combo of two players there as well, if you could put them next to each other. Gavin Miller, Gordon Tallis, both tough as nails. Tallis, he brought even more aggression. And Miller, he brought the ball-playing skill that would make this team unreal. And our lock forward, the only guy who was voted twice as a lock forward. Wayne Pierce was voted once. Brad Mackay was voted once as well. Bradley Fittler was voted once as well. But Bradley Clyde, he got the lock forward role in 1991 and in 1989. He was also picked as a back rower once as well. So he's actually nominated three times in the top five. But he was picked in 91 and 89 as the lock forward. And he is the only lock forward who has been picked twice. But he's one of those few guys that was picked in the top five in two different positions which is an incredible effort from Bradley Clyde. Brad Fittler was another one that did this, and I think as well Laurie Daly was as well. He was picked at centre in another season as well. But guys, that is your retro round best team based on the nominations for the top five players from Rugby League Week, which is an incredible knock. Go through those again at fullback, the great Gary Belcher. On the wings, take your pick of these three. Dale Shearer, Marcus By, and Matty Rogers. In the centres, Mal Meninga picks himself with three nominations. 
nominations in 1988, 1990 and 1991. The other centre, you can pick out of these three fellows who were all nominated once. Michael O'Connor, Coyne and Steve Renoff, three very, very talented guys there. 5'8", from the Green Machine, Laurie Daly, nominated in 1995 and 96. The man with the most votes overall, Alan Langer, he wears the seven, nominated an incredible five times in Rugby League Week's top five players from 87 to 99. Glenn Lazarus and the Chief, they're in the front row. Their hooker is, of course, Stevie Walters. In the second row, Gavin Miller and Gordon Tallis both voted in twice. And, of course, lock forward, Bradley Clyde, in my opinion, one of the best lock forwards we've ever seen, if not the best lock forward we've ever seen. Should also be noted, as we said, he was also picked as a top five second rower in another season as well. I hope you enjoyed that podcast, guys. I really enjoyed going through this side, diving into retro round. I love this round that Fox League do. I think it's sensational. I think it is something that I would love to see the NRL dive into a little bit more heavily as well. I think it's a great aspect of our game, and I think it's this sort of historical things that we need to be more aware of, and we need to be educating the next generation about as well. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. Stay tuned tomorrow for the Best Of podcast. Cannot wait to bring you that one this week. It has been an absolute belter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 